as we press today forward, because we're always pressing into the Word of God, pressing into what He has for us, and as we renew our minds to who we are and what we have in Christ now in that born-again spirit, it begins to manifest in our lives, and, and there's joy, long-suffering. And, and what you're talking about is walking in the Spirit of God. Amen. And learning to cast all your cares upon the Lord. Because He cares for us. He's the Comforter. Yes. Comes alongside. The Holy Spirit of God. If we can understand just how much God loves us. That's why, Terry, we emphasize the Holy Spirit, once you're born again, lives within you, will never leave you. He's there forever. Why? Because He cares for us. So I never have to pray Him in or anything like that. Never. Never leave me nor forsake me. What you do is just continue to learn to trust Grow in faith and understanding I can come to God with any problem in any circumstance and cast it on to Him and believing the Holy Spirit is going to take care of this problem. Boy, that is comforting. It is. And it's a, it's a process to grow into. And that's what we're trying to teach folks is you can cast it, whatever the problem may be. Mark chapter 11, verses 22 through 24, is talking about casting all your cares and not doubting. And what we're trying to do, isn't it, Terry, is to help people learn to trust in the Holy Spirit and not doubt. And then you can flow out of the Spirit of God, that core nature that's in you now. I got to go back to this verse, John 14, but the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost. Listen to this in the Amplified. Okay. But the Comforter, when you were talking there, I I felt so comforted because I know the Holy Spirit of God is with me, never leave me nor forsake me. I'm the one who walks away and or my thoughts drag me into another realm or dimension. Because you've learned to grow in God's love and understanding how much He loves you. Yes. And that's what we've learned to grow into. And as you grow in that love and begin to understand how much He truly loves us, you want more. Because there's always more of God. That love and that compassion. You can walk through this world and be at peace and want to help people and Take them by the hand and say, God loves you. And no matter where you are or how decrepit you might think your lifestyle is, God still loves you. And he understands your situation. Mm-hmm. He understands everything about us. He and all he's wanting to do is for us to trust and have faith in him by casting all cares upon him. All of them, everything, every circumstance. Whatever it may be in my life. And he knows. He walked this earth. And we believe that by faith also, that he came as God and took all our sins and put them under the blood. He shed his blood for us. And now we can be born again and have the Spirit of God in us. And let me finish reading this scripture <laughs> again, John 14, 26. But the Comforter, the Counselor, the Helper, Intercessor, the Advocate strengthener and stand by that's what's in us now if we renew our mind to this all of this love and peace and happiness and joy and strength and energy comes out of that holy spirit of god that's in us that now lives within us he will never leave us he will never forsake us we can't emphasize that enough because there's so many people out there praying as believers praying for the holy spirit to come Rend the heavens and come down. He's already done that. They need to read Acts chapter 2. In Acts chapter 1, the Holy Spirit was sent from Jesus to the church. We have it. 
That's why it's important to understand the book of Acts. The Holy Spirit is here now. He's not gone anywhere. He's here. He's been here for 2,000 years. And He lives within believers because He loves us. He wants to guide us into all truth. He wants to take care of every circumstance in our life. He wants us to resist the devil. And how do we resist the devil? By renewing our mind and having an understanding of our new core, our new nature that we now have in Christ. That I can cast all my care for my finances, to find a job, to mend a relationship, for my health. And all we're saying is you need to speak forth the things of God. Because when you speak forth the things of God, they're truly in your core now. You're truly relying upon the Holy Spirit that gives you this comfort in your mind. Because when you speak forth the things of God, it touches your mind because your ears hear it. Faith comes by hearing. And when you speak forth the things of God, love and compassion, words that will build you up, it enters your ears. It gives you this peace and joy. It's so important to speak forth the things of God for whatever it may be going on in your life. For whatever it may be. Yes. <laughs> that, I just love that because it is anything that might come against you in this life. And that was kind of a revelation to us as we were talking, yes. wasn't it? That it, realizing whatever it is going on in your life, whatever's happening, the Lord says, just cast it on me. Pray, seek me. <laughs> I'll give you wisdom to solve the problem. I've already taken care of it. Yes. I've already taken care of it. Let the Spirit of God move on you, that comforter, that strengthener, and those things will fall off. The peace of God will come back into your life because you're focusing on the Holy Spirit of God in you. It sounds so simple, Mitch, but there is a battle going on in our minds. And that's where it's at. It's in our mind. You're going to have this battle going on in your mind saying, well, I don't believe this. God surely won't do this for me. Whatever is going on in your mind. But the Holy Spirit's telling you, yes, I will. And what you need to do is rely upon your core of the Holy Spirit telling you. And how does He tell you or reassure you or give you comfort? He'll bring Scripture to your mind again. Therefore, you speak forth this Scripture. The Holy Spirit wrote it. It's in you. You read it and get it in your mind. And you renew your mind and the Spirit brings it to your remembrance. Scripture says so. He's going to bring all things to your remembrance. Well, if you don't have it to remember, you're not going to get it up out of you, even though it's in you. you got to renew that mind. And the way you can examine this is, what am I speaking forth? That's what we need to remember. I know people, a lot of people who have head knowledge of Scripture, but what's really coming out of their mouth? What comes out of their mouth is not having confidence in God and not trusting in Him. It's not relying upon the Holy Spirit and speaking forth things of God. That's right. And you know, Mitch, there are plenty of people who are still influenced by this world who are not born-again believers, who are just existing in this life, who will try to influence your thinking. We're still in this world. It's a fallen world. We're new creatures now. We're we're not of this world. We're still in this world. But we have the nature of God to come against all this unbelief. And believe me, there's all kinds of unbelief in this world. And so you have to renew your mind. Wash that unbelief out. And you can recognize this unbelief by what comes out of your mouth. I'm thinking of Proverbs 18:21. There's life and death and the power of the tongue. And also in Proverbs 
18.7, a fool's mouth is his destruction. What's coming out of your mouth? What are you saying? We can utter a grasp that what we're speaking forth is death if it's not of God, that it's affecting our mind. Because when we don't speak forth the things of God, what happens, Terry? I'm reminded of, of 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, where it says, God has not given us the spirit of fear. When we speak forth things that are negative, fear enters in, anxiety enters in. And when we speak forth those things, that affects our mind. And that kills faith, doesn't it? It kills faith. That's why it's so important to go on with this verse in Timothy. God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but one of power and of love and a sound mind. Yes. (laughs) Therefore, we speak forth those things. Yes. I encourage people to read Proverbs. I encourage people to read the book of Psalms because there's so much encouragement in there, and it describes the power of the tongue. And this goes back to the Garden of Eden. Satan figured this out because God created everything by the spoken word, the power of his word. And Satan used those. He came against the word of God. That's what he did. And that's what we're getting at right now. We're coming against what God has created. We're coming against the power we now have living within us, the Holy Spirit of God to speak forth whatever the problem may be. We have the power now. We have the words of God. We have life. Yes, there's life. (laughs) When you went there with those scriptures, I went to James chapter 3. It talks there about the power of the tongue. And you know, here's a scripture that might throw you for a little bit, but when you begin to understand it, it says in James chapter 3, verse 8, but the tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. Well, this is talking about that fleshly tongue. It is. Once you renew your mind, then you begin to speak out of the heart of God that's in you. Then you speak life. Then you speak peace. You speak those things. Because you're having faith in God. The Holy Spirit's building faith up, just like when you read in John chapter 14. He's the comforter. He's there to guide and direct us into all truth. We speak forth truth then for whatever circumstance we're dealing with. These scriptures here in James 3 are just pretty awesome. I'm just going to read another one. And I know we were trying to get over to James 5, so maybe this is where (laughs) this is the process we're in. But the Lord is leading us here. Yes. Uh, Verse 11, James 3. uh, Doth a fountain send forth at the same place sweet water and bitter? Back up a verse. Out of the same mouth proceeds blessings and cursing. I guess that's where I wanted to start. My brethren, these things ought not to be so. Can a, can a fountain produce water that's pure and bitter at the same time? Can't do it. So this poses the question, what's coming out of your mouth? Is it words of faith? Is it trusting in God? Is it casting all your care upon the Lord? Or is it strife and envy and out of the flesh realm? Well, is it negativity? Negativity. Where you're going to God in prayer and asking Him for something? But really, what you're doing after you do this, you speak forth negativity, which are cursings. Mm -hmm. This ought not to be so. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) We should be speaking forth blessing. And that's what we're we're seeing as we read the Word of God here, that we're just be speaking forth blessings and have confidence in the Holy Spirit of God now. This is what we're doing. Because He's empowered us. 
And how has he empowered us? Because we use this word a lot, empowered. He's empowered us to understand our core now, and we can speak forth blessings, not cursings. And now we have the Holy Spirit within us that recognizes when we're speaking forth cursings and realize, I shouldn't be doing this. In fact, you can, as you go on and read here, you can reject it in your mind where you, it doesn't materialize any longer. That's right. But you have to have faith and trust in God and believe the Holy Spirit lives within you. Wow. There's so much in these scriptures. I can proceed here a little bit. Just to give you an idea of, of this, I guess for lack of a better word, battle that's going on, because you can't have good water and bad water come out of the same well. It just doesn't happen. And why is that? If you have bad water or cursings coming out, you've negated your faith. That's right. It's been poisoned. Yes. There you go. Wow. It's been poisoned. Jump down to verse 14 and read this. But if you have bitter envying and strife in your hearts, glory not and lie not against the truth. This wisdom descends not from above, but is earthly and sensual and devilish. 16. For where envying and strife is, there's confusion in every evil work. Confusion. That's what happens. That's what kills your faith is confusion. Pray one thing and you speak another. Yes. Isn't that confusing? And so what you've done then is poison your mind mm. is what you've done to what you're believing God for. And if you've poisoned your mind, it's going to affect the physical realm. Yes. Wow. And it also affects the spiritual realm to a certain degree. Well, yeah, you're not living out of the Spirit of God that's in you. You're not anticipating anything then. No, there's the no expectation. You, yes, there you go. The moment you negate it. You've quenched the Holy Spirit. Yes. You've quenched the Holy Spirit. That's right. Wow. He no longer moves because you've negated what you've been praying for. He hasn't moved. No. He's come. He's right alongside you. We just read those scriptures. He's the comforter, the strengthener. But we've negated that power because we've let our minds be poisoned. Yes. With envy and strife and every evil work. Whoa. But. Yes. Let's go read ahead. the next scripture. 17. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, and easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. There it is. That's that spirit, that core being who we are now that brings forth that peace and joy and happiness. And even I was thinking when you were talking about Proverbs, talking about laughter and how that's good medicine. Man. So sometimes I just want to laugh. <laughs> Take some medicine. <laughs> that yes. Holy Spirit of God, that's not poison. That's, that's a fruit of the Spirit, that joy that's renewing my flesh. And oh, man, it's just so good to be in love with God. As you were talking there, I was thinking when you used the word medicine, and it's in Proverbs, and I cannot remember where the scriptures are. I can't either. But it talks about it's good for the heart. Mm -hmm. Speaking forth the things of God are medicine to the heart. And it is. Wow. And that's what that. we're talking about. When we speak forth the things of God, it's like medicine to our heart. And what, what is it doing? Because if we speak it out loud, it's renewing our mind, isn't it? It's yeah. giving us this comfort and peace. Because yeah. you spoke it. Activates <laughs> things in your mind, does it not? 
Amen. It's so awesome when you get a, a revelation how much God loves you and truly wants to reveal that all you have to do is begin to trust. Begin by baby steps, casting all your care upon me. The big step you can take is to begin to praise God for the love that he has for us. We say, yes, we love him. But what we really want to grasp is the love of God that's shed abroad in our hearts now. And that makes me merry because I have the love of God and the spirit of God that dwells in me. And all of these things, Mitch, that are so good and pure. And Philippians 4.8 says, think on these things that are trustworthy. And it's just so good to be one with the creator who loves you unconditionally, sent his only begotten son. So they can have a relationship with us again. But we really do need to focus on and think about how much he loves us. Yes. You know, we, we talk about how much we love him, but he first loved us and we're chosen. Hallelujah. Listen to this. I'm in Proverbs chapter uh, 12, verse 25. Anxiety in the heart of man causes depression. Ooh. But a good word makes it glad. Yes. Do you see what we're saying here, Terry? Yes. We're saying if we speak forth the things of God, it enters our ears and it makes you glad. It takes away the depression, the anxiety, and the fear. And this is the power we now have that lives within us that we talk about so much. If you speak forth just this one verse, it's renewing your mind to what you now have in Christ. That gives you the ability to to grow in faith. Yes. Mitch, that's why the Lord said when he walked this earth, and Paul prayed it too, that the eyes of their understanding would be opened. And their ears, they gave him ears to hear. He, He wanted them to hear spiritually. They all had physical eyes and physical ears. But he wanted that supernatural realm to open up. And he just made it all available to us and then gave us the word to read so that we could renew our minds and begin to walk in this awesome love of God. It's so overwhelming and it's simple. And we just keep reading the word, trusting God, meditating, chew on it. What's the Holy Spirit trying to tell me through these words that have been passed down and written down by the Holy Spirit? That's why we have to understand the Bible was inspired by the Spirit of of God because we have the Spirit of God living within us to now inspire us, to now begin to trust in what I'm reading, where I'm casting all my care upon the Lord because I have been reading it in the Word of God, and it tells me that's what I need to do. It tells me if I speak forth the things of God that there'll be healing in my mind and in my body. If I speak forth the things of God, they'll take care of my relationships. It'll take care of of employment. It'll take care of all my anxieties because I'm speaking forth the things of God and casting whatever it may be in my life over to Him. And that's what we're wanting to do. So when you pray, believe without doubting. Do not doubt. There may be a war going on in your head, but do not speak it forth. Speak forth the things of God, because that's what's in your heart. The Word of God is inspired by God. 2 Timothy 3, 16 in the Amplified says that every scripture is God-breathed, given by His inspiration, 
And it's profitable. It's profitable to us for instruction, for reproof, and conviction of sin, for correction. It does all these things for us. If you just read it and believe it's true, oh, there's another issue. You got to believe it. Then I got to have faith. But it's for correction of error and discipline and dis- in obedience and for training in righteousness and holy living in conformity to God's will in thought, purpose, and action. Man, I think we've talked about all three of those things. <laughs> yes, we have. And the action for us as believers is beginning to cast our care upon Him, isn't it? Beginning to believe and trust in Him. This is the, what is required of us with action. I'm going to rest in the Lord. That whatever I ask for, whatever I believe, He's going to answer it. Because He cares for me. And this is what we need to wrap our minds around. We do not want to negate our prayers. We do not want to negate it by what comes out of our mouth and say, well, if it's God's will. Or if I start talking about the negative of whatever I just prayed for. Because truly that tells me you do not have faith in God if you're speaking forth negativity. Because out of the mouth, the heart speaks. That's it, exactly. It's so simple. We're trying to get people to have an understanding that it is so important to understand controlling the tongue. That's why we go back to James chapter 3. It's controlling the tongue because that's what's in your heart. Whatever you speak is what's in your heart. And you cannot control the tongue in this earthly, fleshly realm. It has to come through the renewing of your mind, understanding that in your spirit you have all of this potential in you already. But you have to read this word and get it down in you so that it changes your thinking. It goes back to James chapter 3 again, verse 8. But no man can tame the tongue. Can't do it in the flesh. No. And that's just what you were saying. You cannot do it in the flesh. It's in the Spirit of God. And I'm believing, and I'm having faith in God that my tongue can be tamed by the Holy Spirit that lives within me. Do I do it perfectly? I'm getting better at it. And that's what we want to do. We want to move today forward. No matter where you're at in your walk, no matter your circumstances. No matter if you've read Scripture for 20, 30, 40 years, been to Bible college and and have an awesome church, there's always room for growth in God. Yes. That's amazing. And if you're just a brand new baby Christian, man, he, he wants to light up your life. He wants to see signs and wonders follow you now because you believe. He wants you to lay hands on people and they're going to get well. You'll speak prosperity in the people's lives. You know why? Because you have the Spirit of God in you who knows all things. He's coming alongside to strengthen you, to comfort you, to help you. And that's what we need to understand. Everything you just mentioned is to build you up. We talk about the Holy Spirit, how He operates is through edification, exhortation, and comfort. He's there to build us up. He's there to encourage us, to help us walk spiritually. He's there to comfort us. He's there to do all those things that we talk about so much. Why? It's because He cares about us. He cares about your situation. He cares about your daily walk. And what we're wanting to do is to train our mind to speak forth the things of God. That's it. No more, no less. Believe and speak it forth. Then you can begin to have this victorious life. And out of that, people will say, what do you have? 
I want some of what you got. That's your witness for people. That's how. That's how the kingdom of God spreads. That's how we make disciples. We're drawing them out of the world and into the spiritual world that we now have through the Holy Spirit that lives within us. I can't emphasize enough, God cares for you. And He wants you to cast every care, no matter what it may be in your life, on Him. And all you have to do is believe by faith and speak forth the things of God. Music